Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome aboard the National Football Show with your boy Dan Cilio. My boy Krause got me fired up, man. I love the conversation. Who's got the most dominant College football program going into each and every single year. No doubt Alabama's running the whole world right now. They're they're Rome. They are Rome. I give it to you. But you see, when Big Seals played with the Rockstar Canes, ain't nothing Rockstar about that Alabama team and that Alabama program. I played with the Rockstar Canes, man. What do you think? There's 330 for 30s on us. Statues. Lists, if you Google this, and this goes out to everybody, including my boy Krause, okay? Google this. What is the most hated team in the history of American sports? It'll pop up Sports Illustrated, and it'll say the 1986 Miami Hurricanes. I think we're the only college football team on there. By the way, you know the bad players? We're considered even more hated than them. Yeah. The Pistons? Yeah. Why is that? Well, because like I said, you make documentaries about me and my guys. Oh, and by the way, this goes out to every Miami Hurricane fan out there. Every time you see this, you're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. I tell people that all the time. Hey, man, look at that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. The you? I didn't even know what that was back then. People ask me this all the time. Swagger. Sills, what's swagger? I said, well, you can't put it on a T-shirt or a hat. Swagger's just going out and beating the piss out of people and then going like this. Uh, Next. Roadkill. We were talking about Dimes Jones. And we're like, okay, has that guy ever really actually thrown a dime as a New York Giant quarterback? I was like, I'm still waiting. I think he throws pennies and nickels. Dude, this guy's like throwing it into like a wishing well, (laughs) pennies and stuff. I'm like, that guy sucks, man. Dimes Jones. I got my boy Cal who works on the show too. Oh, giant fans are jacked. For what? For that thing? Oh, man. Four and 12, Hoss. Four and 12. Oh, I know. Saquon's back. He's great. Okay. We'll see. Hey, last a year. Okay. Last a year and pick up blitzes. There's two things I'll say about Saquon Barkley with the New York Giants. Okay. Be healthy and pick up. Try to be better at that. That's truly what a NFL running back does. You know why NFL running backs don't play? NFL running backs don't play because they can't. They can't. Is that the blitzing linebacker or is that the free safety guy? Boom! Your quarterback is in the hospital. Thanks, Juan. 
Oh, that's Dimes Jones. <laughs> hey, do me a favor. Bring Eli back. Oh, wait. No, don't do that. I'm sick of seeing Opie play, too. Opie. Okay. People, you know what people tell me about him? By the way, I fired up here, as you can tell here. Eli Manny, people go, he's a Hall of Famer, Sills. That guy's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> he's got two Super Bowl wins. So does Jim Plunkett. Jim Plunkett's got two Super Bowls. This guy's got MVPs. Yeah, because he's Eli Manning. Oh, yeah. Greatness of the Stickum game, David Tyree. Holy guy had Velcro on his gloves when he caught that pass on his helmet. He's spread here, right here, Velcro. It was like the law catching the history of football. Even bitty football. Eli Manning, Hall of Famer. Have you seen the la if he, his last seven years? That guy blew out loud. And, and you, you think that guy's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Giants, man. I mean, he was good for us. I'll, I'll say this about the streak in the history game that that guy's asked in the postseason and if he is playing beat anybody Brady, he'll tell you right so yeah of our pregame conversation by the way i gotta throw some love out too yesterday had the legend maurice on of the philadelphia eagles and man we posted that and that puppy is just kicking some down and mrs hertz you're listening I thank you very much. It was very kind. Pop on there and drop a comment on there. I'll say this, and I'll tell you something, too. Hey, guys, because they're kind of Philly, you know, so I'll, say, I'll say this to you. We had Ross Tucker on a couple weeks back. He said this. You don't have to have a top 10, 15, or top 20. It's going to continue to win games as long as they continue to it's around him. When you put the vibe myth on the end, and by the way, it's one thing if my boy Cal's telling me, this guy's the best I've ever seen. Cal, go back to him. Go ahead, sit courtside. Okay, I guess Jake is paying you. Or he can go and watch Okay. But if he's telling, I got to tell you, I'm more here. Yeah, hey, do me a favor. Go get me a beer in my car. Al, I love you. <laughs> but when he skills like do metric thing I've seen. <laughs> All good, man. All right. Here, listen. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a brief time and we're gonna hit on some of the things that are going on when it comes to everything that's going on in the world. But you keep it right here on the National Football Show. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huckenfot. What's that? Huckenfot. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. 
IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Hey, man, a lot of content out there. A lot of content, okay? I love getting all fired up, too, before a game. Boys are telling me, Bama, look at all the Hall of Famers. You know what's crazy when I throw that comment out and I throw that conversation out? Watch this. I'm going to throw some college football teams at you, and I want you to name me some of the names that come to mind, and you tell me if they're elite. NFL superstars, and if that college football program has produced a superstar. Here, Nebraska. What's the first name that comes to mind when I say Nebraska? Name me a football player in NFL history where you went like this. That dude is unbelievable. See, I'll give you a second. Huh, Nebraska. Well, yeah. Oh, Irving Fryer? Nah. Okay, I can't name you a quarterback. How about a running back? Mike Rozier? Heisman winner? Okay, maybe Dean Steincooler? Offensive lineman? Okay. How about on your D-line? I can't name you one. How about a linebacker? I can't name you one. How about a DB? I can't name you one. Here. Let me give you another one here. Penn State. See. Like legendary player Hall of Fame guy. Let me think. Franco Harris? I guess so, yeah, sure, Hall of Famer. Hmm. Hmm. Jack Ham? Okay. Hmm. Running back. I got one in Franco. Lydell Mitchell? How about quarterback? I don't know. My point is, some of these programs that you have high regard for don't produce super NFL guys. Watch it. When you think of Alabama football, what's the first name that comes to mind? When you think of superstar guys who have gone on to the next level, Joe Namath, okay, fantastic. Dwight Stevenson, center, one of the greatest of all time, sure. John Hanna, but a D lineman. Uh, yeah. Okay, Derek Thomas, sure. Sure. Secondary guy, I don't know. Again, all the big-name colleges. Some of these players. Here, I'll, I'll give you another example here. You know Mike Krzyzewski? Name me Mike Krzyzewski's greatest basketball player in his 40 years at Duke. I'll give you a run and start. Go ahead, and I'll help you out here. Maybe 
Grand Hill, prior Grand Hill getting injured and going to Orlando. Do you know who his greatest player is? And he only played two ball games for him. Probably Kyrie Irving. What, Elton Brand? <laughs> okay, sure. That guy in his 40 years, name, what, honestly, Shane Battier? Christian Leitner? Those guys are just dudes. Here's one better. Bob Knight. Outside of Isaiah Thomas, can you name me an Indiana basketball player that went on to the NBA and you went, that guy was dope. Not happening. Not happening. Many of the superstars that played in the National Football League come from off colleges. Patrick Mahomes, Texas, Texas Tech, Walter Payton, Jackson State, Jerry Rice, Mississippi Valley State, Lawrence Taylor, North Carolina. Okay? These big-time programs, man, a lot of these guys who go on to the next level, these guys were all because of a formula in a program and the and the atmosphere in that program. I'm not trying to dismiss anything that Nick Saban has done. By the way, my legendary friend Eli Gold will be on with us tomorrow, and I got great respect for what Nick has built in Alabama. I really do. To be able to build a championship football team year in and year out, be a contender, and win the amount of games that he wins. Get this. What made what he did last year so insane? You had a pandemic last year. Did that stop Nick Saban from winning a national title? A freaking pandemic couldn't stop that guy from winning. How crazy is that? I mean, dude, I got great respect for what that guy's built. Okay? I'm only kind of kidding around with my boys. But, man, I'll tell you what. They, I mean, the guys now that they're starting, and I'll tell you something else too. You're going to see a different style of Bama guy now starting to go into the NFL. Okay. The Jalen Waddles and the players like the Julio Joneses and the Najee Harrises and the Derrick Henrys. You're starting to see more superstar players offensively go to that program, especially in the passing game. Remember something. What was Nick Saban known for offensively forever? Three yards in a cloud of dust. This guy was the modern-day version of Woody Hayes, former Ohio State quarter uh, coach back in the day. This guy was all about running the ball, playing great defense, and knocking you out on special teams, right? Well, now that this guy has done something that I didn't think he was capable of doing and showed me how versatile and diverse he is, this guy went from a ground-and-pound offense to a versatile offense where you spread him out, and that's why you got guys all over the country now wanting to play at Alabama. Seriously, think about that for a minute. Quarterbacks and wide receivers and now running backs want to go and play. Well, the running backs always, but wide receivers and quarterback want to go and play at Alabama. That was never heard of back in the day when I played. You didn't go there if you were a wideout. You went to wideout. You went to spread offenses. You went to USC. You went to places like Florida when Steve Spurrier was there because they were spreading the football out. Or you were going to Tennessee when guys like Peyton Manning were there. Because they were throwing the rock down the field. David Cutcliffe, who was the offensive coordinator, funny, we were goofing a little bit at the top of the show. He was the OC there in Tennessee for Peyton Manning. He's the head coach of Duke now. And he one of the reasons why Daniel Jones ended up getting drafted by the New York Giants in the first round is because of David Cutcliffe. David Cutcliffe is a guy who knows how to change the game when it comes to throwing the football down the field. Because all of his quarterbacks at have ever played for him Know where to throw the ball. That's what makes that Duke program. You know, what's funny. My boy Xander was going like this. He's like, Sills, you don't really watch Duke football. No, but you know what? The NFL does. Because when you're a Duke quarterback, and I don't think much of Daniel Jones, too, of the Giants, just so you know. I don't. But the NFL does because they think a lot of David Cutcliffe. David Cutcliffe was offered a Tennessee job. He turned it down because he's made himself a nice little thing there at Duke. And remember something, when you're at Tennessee and you're there at Neyland Stadium, I mean, going seven and five as a Tennessee coach, you're going to get fired for that. You go seven and five at Duke, they're going to build a statue of you there. That's a basketball program, always will be. And he's cool with that. He's got a comfort job, man. Probably makes three and a half million dollars a year. They probably upped him because all these schools – you know how many times he's been offered gigs to go and coach bigger programs? He's refused to do it. He's like, I'm not leaving Duke. 
Steve Spurrier even said when he was there at Duke, he enjoyed coaching at Duke because the expectations there, when you're eight and three, that's an incredible season at Duke when you're eight and three. You go eight and three at Tennessee, you're getting fired. It's a higher bar there, man. And by the way, for the record, you think Tennessee has ever been able to replace Phil Former? I don't. All right, let's get into the NFL here. So you know this thing, the match that's coming up with DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers and Phil and Tom Brady, they got this charity thing. Remember that thing they did last year with it? It was really cool. Okay. I think like 13, 14 million people watch that thing. Now, it was in the heart of the pandemic. There wasn't really anything going on. Nobody knew what was up, right? So what did they do? Okay, they decided to do it again. And it's all for charity, and it's good. Did you see Aaron Rodgers? He comes out in a press conference. He's got his little you know, headphones on, and I'm offended. So this little pissing match between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers continues in the media. Watch this. So what? I think it's good for get, – get this. I think what he did today, I think he's doing that to goat the media. I don't think it has anything to do with the Packers. Don't read anything into that. Because at the end of the day, that really doesn't mean anything. Okay, and I, everyone's like, you know he's now offended. You're like, dude, off a T-shirt because he's having fun with you because he knows everybody in the media is going to blow – a gasket over this thing. When they see that T-shirt, I'm offended. Well, you know there's something to this. I was watching a talk show, and the guy goes, there's something to this. Okay, okay, tea leaf reader, what's to this? That he got to you? You think the Green Bay Packers care? Doubtful. Doubtful, because everything that they've said and everything that Aaron Rodgers has said can all be all smoothed over. Nobody said nobody wants to play with anybody. Nobody said I'm never playing publicly. It's been all in your window. And quite frankly, anybody who has really brought up, and I know it sounds like I'm changing my boat a little bit because you know what? I had some insight, and I talked to some folks, and I talked to some people around my boy Pat McAfee, and Aaron Rodgers said, man, hey, I don't know what people are saying, but there's nothing that's been said or done where things can't be smoothed out here and me playing back in. Uh, again, me playing back in uh, Green Bay. There's nothing there to this. But today you had everyone doing this. Man, I don't know what this means. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? It's a T-shirt. I'm offended. I think he was classic. I love the fact that he's like playing around with the media a little bit. I really do. I, I love the fact that he's now kind of sticking it to him. And, you know, Packer fans are sitting there going like this. Oh, it's Rodgers being Rodgers. And you're like, this is great stuff. All right. We are going to talk to a Viking Hall of Famer. He's on the 40th anniversary team. He's part of the broadcast team for the Minnesota Vikings. His name is Greg Coleman. And the Minnesota Vikings last year, I had picked them to be one of the top teams in the NFC. I think Rich Spielman, the general manager, has done such a great job at putting that roster together. And for them to have the season that they had last year, man, I mean, look, I know COVID threw that thing for a loop and upside down. But what you have, when you have a running back like Dalvin Cook, that guy is a 300-carry guy. There's two backs in the NFL that you give the mail to. One of them is in Tennessee and Derrick Henry. And the other one is in Minneapolis, and that is Dalvin Cook. That guy can play, man. And he's more versatile than you think out of the backfield. That team, for the record they had a year ago, and really how they looked on defense a year ago, I was actually shocked. I think that football team can push Green Bay, especially if you got the chaos going on up there in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. If they, if they don't fix – What's going on in Green Bay? Minnesota can easily win the NFC North. That's a good football team. Very balanced. Very balanced in their approach. I like that football team. I think they need to upgrade a little bit more on their defensive line. So we're going to talk to our friend Greg Coleman and get his spin on what kind of year we're looking at in 2021. We'll do that next. You keep it here on the National Football Show. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. 
It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Welcome back to the National Football Show with your boy Dan Cilio. We're going to catch up with our friend, Viking Hall of Famer, and on the 40th anniversary team, part of the broadcast team for the Vikings, Greg Coleman, we will talk to our friend and FAMU's legendary man himself. I love that program, FAMU. Oh, the pride of FAMU. And by the way, some of my guys are giving me the raspberry here about Derrick Henry Hall of Fame. Would you do this now when you're looking at running backs over the last 15 years? Derrick Henry is a hell of a player. By the way, greatest stiff arm I've ever seen on a player since Walter Payton. Thank you. You think he's better than Marshawn Lynch? You think he's better than Adrian Peterson? I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, Adrian Peterson, dog, is the best back the NFL has had in the last 20 years. That's a fact. 2,000 rushing yards. I know Derek got it too. I'm, 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 and by the way, if he's on his current course right now and he continues to carry that Tennessee team, Derrick Henry could get some votes at the end of this thing. Okay. By the way, we'll get Jason Cole on towards the end of the week, and we'll ask him the question if he keeps his projection going and his trajectory going here. But, dude, Marshawn Lynch was a beast. Beast mode, right? <laughs> beast mode. All right. So we'll continue a little bit more of the conversation there on that. We'll do that when Jason Cole jumps on with us in the next couple of days. So Nick Casario, the GM of the Houston Texans, made a comment and he threw out there yesterday the whole Deshaun Watson case and what's going on. He goes like this. We'll know week before camp on what we're going to do at the quarterback position with Deshaun Watson. What does that tell you? I'm going to read the tea leaves here. Okay. I don't think he's playing until he resolves his issues in court. Okay. 
if you knew the quarterback was going to play, he'd be ready to go for camp, and you'd say it today so that all your wideouts, your offensive coordinator, your fans, when it comes to buying tickets, you know they were going to go out and they would have made a move on buying season tickets. Now you're going to start the season with Tyrod Taylor. That's how I'm reading this. Deshaun Watson is not going to start the season for the Houston Texans. A week prior to going into the July camp, you're going to give everyone an update and have a somewhat resolution on the point of what you're going to do with Deshaun Watson. That also tells me that you could potentially be still trying to move the player. That there's people out there that have started, you know, picking up the phone and making phone calls on whether or not, you know, you guys want to sit finally down and put a trade package together. There's going to be collateral damage out there called public relations wise when it comes to trying to trade for a player like that. You've got to be in line. If that gets out in any way, say the Dolphins, and I'm just using them as an example. I have no intel whether or not they're making a play for him. Personally, I think they will make a play for him. But if you start getting it out there, because that's one of the destinations. He wants to either play in Denver or he wants to play in Miami. The problem with that is, is that the Texans now have to turn around and decide whether or not they want to trade him inside the conference. If anything, you want to try to trade that guy outside the conference. You don't want to trade that guy inside the AFC and have to have that guy come back to your building and one day potentially beat the doorknobs off you. You don't want to do that. You want to be able to get that guy in another conference where most likely you will not see him ever again. And you want to trade with a team that's got assets. Now, again, I I don't personally think that the Texans have a lot of leverage here. They just don't. And the problem with the comments made by Nick Casario, the general manager, are you're losing leverage when you make that comment. Now, it's no question that situation is, it has to be resolved. All right. One of my favorite people on the planet is Rick Spielman. And one of my second favorite people that are involved with that Minnesota Vikings organization is my friend, Greg Coleman. He is on the 40th anniversary team. He's also on the broadcast team. He joins us now here on the National Football Show. How you doing, Greg? I'm doing great, Danny. How are you, my friend? How's the offseason been treating you, my friend? You know what? Hitting the golf ball as much as possible. Not making enough putts, but uh, all is well. The pride of FAMU, man. <laughs> Dude, put hey. Your heart. Put your hand over your heart when you say FAMU, baby. Hey, man, they follow me on Twitter. I told them, and I tell them all the time, outside of my program, the University of Miami, FAMU is my favorite program in the state of Florida outside of my program because of all the legendary players that they've put into um, the National Football League. And real quick, Greg, before we get into the Vikings, what's your thoughts of Dion going into uh, what he's doing now and coaching some of the HBCU schools now and doing that and seeing the how that's being elevated now. you got to love it. I, I really do. I, I applaud Dion. I applaud Eddie George for going into Tennessee State and so many other great athletes are going back to historical black institutions because the resurgence of HBCU schools, I thought it was a travesty that not one, only one, was drafted in this year's draft from HBCU schools. And, and, and I think it's, it's unfortunate, but I don't think it'll happen again because now the HBCU Heritage Bowl is a week after the Super Bowl. And it's a place where kids from HBCU schools can, can show their wares to coaches and scouts because it's at the tail end of, 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 the, of the football season. There are so many great athletes that come through these institutions, not only great football players, but great men and women of society, great doctors and lawyers and, and, and you know, great citizens. And I think the National Football League missed out on it last year. Um, so I applaud those men. Uh, I'm going to do what I can to re-engage and, and plug back into FAMU uh, with the program there. Uh, and, and Danny, I may as well say that uh, there are a lot of kids that can kick the ball from HBCU schools. And I am going to, my wife and I, we're going to start the Greg Coleman Golden Touch Award. 
That's a grant that's going to be given to, to kickers and punters, one kicker, one punter from HBCU schools to go hmm. to kicking camps, to hone their craft, to sharpen the skill. Because some of these camps have scouts and, and coaches that, that attend them, and this will give these kids a leg up. And I think they need a leg up. Uh, and, and that's what we're going to do at the end of this football season and moving on to in perpetuity. That's what, that's what we're going to give back. That's what, how we're going to pay it forward. I will be all over. I vote on every single award in college football, and I hope I'll be involved in the process too because I keep an eye on schools like Bethune-Cookman, and I watch all these schools because I – you know, I, I think people missed out a lot when Dion said not one kid was drafted from the HBCU schools. I was floored because Jackie Slater is a dear friend. If you look at that Hall of Fame, Doug Williams is a dear friend of mine, a close friend of mine. And if you put that Hall of Fame next to any Hall of Fame that you want to put together in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I'll tell you what, I might take that team over that team in Canton because there's so many great players. Greg, I, got, I have to ask you, though. Do you think it's the lack of the NFL not spending the resources to um, to scout these kids, or do you think there's a tinge of race in it, or do you think there's both? I think there was an anomaly this year. I mean, last okay. year with COVID and, and scouts not being able to travel, so they resorted to where they had the most relationships. There was a turnover. There was a shift in, in the coaching staffs at most HBCU schools, but now that those institutions – those coaching staffs are in place. The relationships are in place. The scouting staffs are in place. So now if it happens again, now I'm, my viewpoint might be a little bit different, Dan, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because COVID did, you know, it knocked all of us for a loop. So I'm, that's what I'm saying. So they, when they went to scout the guys at Florida State, they, didn't, they couldn't come over to FAMU. Or when they went to Central Florida, they didn't go to Bethune-Cookham. So... I'm going to give them a pass, and this is the last time I will ever give the NFL a pass with this because that was a travesty. Yeah, you know, because I, I had Kevin Colbert on, the general manager of the Steelers, and he made a comment, just to your point, Greg, that, you know, the first time that they had a chance to see their recruits and the guys that they drafted, the very first time is when they came into the building yes. for their mini camp. So yes. I think you were exactly right. Instead of going to – that maybe there was a kid who maybe they could take a flyer on. They went to the schools where they had success at, the LSUs, the Florida States, the Alabama. So like you said, COVID was an anomaly season for that, right? Yes. And, and, and you, you mentioned Pittsburgh, the German of Pittsburgh. I will, you know, put Pittsburgh at the top of the list in the AFC. Now, you know, not only that Mike Tomlin is there, but one of my favorite people, Presley Harvin, was drafted a punter out of Georgia Tech, was drafted in the sixth round. I mean, one of the only punters that was drafted in this year's draft. Uh, he's going to, you know, he's going to do well, and uh, he's going he, to be my guest Saturday night at the uh, Black College Football Hall of Fame because I want him, even though he didn't go to an HBCU school, I want him to experience that because now he has a platform that he can pay it forward for young African-American punters and kickers. So I am so elated and happy for him. Uh, another kid who's not in the league, who should be in the league, is Marquette King. You know, somebody put some dirty out on him. The kid was an all-pro. The Raiders cut Shane Leckler to, to, to get Marquette King. He went to the XFL to punt. The kid is working out. He's ready. He's ready between the ears, and he's ready physically. All he needs is an opportunity because when, when opportunity meets preparation, that's going to equal success. And all these kids need is an opportunity. Let me say this before we end this 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 little show here because you might tell me hey man that's the last question we got to go but i know why you like fam you i know why you like fam you because it's the original orange and green <laughs> coach riley man you hear that <laughs> yes sir yes indeed yes indeed Let's get over to the uh, to the Vikings now here. Um, let's start on my side of the football here on the defense. I see you guys made a deal today. One of the concerns that I had after watching the 2021, and by the way, Greg, I, I had picked the Vikings to do some damage last year, and I was really I was floored that they weren't one of the elite teams in the NFC last year. I'll say this going into the 2021 season. How do you feel about that front seven as they made a move today, but do they have enough to make – 
a bigger move to get back to where they were a couple years ago? I think the moves that they made on both sides of the line. You are going to be surprised with this football team. And if every, you know, Danny, you know, everybody's got to stay healthy. Health with the moves that they made. Let's start on defense. They got Daniel Hunter back. They got Pierce back, who set out because of COVID. They re signed Sheldon Richardson, who's a clog hog in the middle. They picked up a, a young buck from, from the University of Pittsburgh, a defensive end. Uh, they bring Stephen Weatherly back. They are stout on the defensive line. On the offense, first-round pick. They made some moves on that offensive line to sure that thing up uh, with Brian O'Neill coming back. Uh, you know, I just believe with the skill positions and the moves that they made on offense and the defensive line. Now, let's face it. Our secondary struggled last year. I think with every available spot that Mike Zimmer had, he's he signed a defensive back. You know, he bought in Preston uh, uh, Peterson uh, from uh, from uh, Arizona, uh, <clears throat> the kid from Tennessee. So that defensive second, we're going to cut some good football players this year. So with the moves that Rick Spielman and Mike, uh, Mike Zimmer have made, I really look forward for this team to be exciting like you thought that we were going to make hay last year. I think this could be a very, very special year. Let me go to one of my favorite football players in Dalvin Cook. I mean, he's a 300 carry a year guy. And here, here's what I get concerned about when you start to see 300 carries. Okay, he's doing it at a consistent pace. And by the way, him and Derrick Henry, those are the male carriers of the yes. NFL. Yeah. Is, is there enough in the offensive line to protect him, to keep him? And, and is there enough depth at that position to be able to help him maybe take a couple breathers to keep that going? I would think you guys want to have more yards per carry, but less carries out of him so that we could see him strong late in the year. I, I think your point is well taken. And I do believe with that Alexander Madison coming back, who's a bigger version uh, of uh, a cookie. And, and it, let me say this about cookie. He's developed. He's always been a great running back in durability. Durability has always been the question, but he is turning into one of the, the fiercest leaders that I have seen in quite some time. Uh, his, his mannerisms, his encouragement on both sides of the ball for the offense and the defense. you got a couple of big fullbacks, and uh, I, I do believe with that offensive line that Kirk doesn't have to throw a 1,000 balls a game. I mean, if he does, he's got uh, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. But when he wants to hand it off to Cookie and, and Madison and, and uh, uh, C.J. Ham, I mean, it's it's going to be a well-rounded offense, and they are not going to be able to pin their ears back with the protection that they have this year, with the kind of year, the numbers that Kirk put, put up last year and Justin Jefferson. But here's the thing. I know teams don't let rookies run wild their second year. So if they clamp down on J.J., I think uh, Irv Smith Jr., and, and, and Tyler Conklin at tight ends are going to be the go-to guys this year. I think it's, for the Vikings, it's going to be the year of the tight end. Mark my word, without question, the tight ends are going to have a field day this year. Kirk Cousins is the quarterback of the present. Will he be the quarterback of the future after this year? You know what? I can't look into – I can look into a crystal ball and I can give you my <laughs> views and my thoughts, but I'm a person of right now. I think the glass is half full with Kirk Cousins. He's our guy right now with the numbers that he had last year. Next year would take care of itself. The year after would take care of itself. See, when you start talking about next year and a year after, you get in that kind of stuff that's happening in Green Bay right now. You know, who's the quarterback of the future and all that kind of stuff. We don't have that kind of ism in our locker room. Kirk Cousins is the guy. And, yeah, everybody's had a pass. Everybody's got a pass. But right now, Kirk is the man. Rick Spielman's one of my favorite people. I'm dear friends with his brother, uh, Chris Spielman. And how I got a chance to know Rick was, it's funny, we were mentioning Kevin Colbert. We were all up in Detroit together when Ron Hughes was the general manager. Yes, and yes. Rick has just done an amazing job. How do you think he's done at building the depth? Because as you know, Greg, you know, people always ask me, give me a record on what you think the fight. And I go, I can't. But I will tell you this. If you have a deep roster – you will win the war of attrition, and that'll keep you standing in December and January. How do you think Rick has done in constructing this roster for that journey that you guys are going to go on? You talk about journey. I, I go back three years. 
when we were in the NFC Championship game against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, and I look at the depth of that team that year, it was the deepest team that I had seen in a long time, both offensively and defensively. I think this year's team could rival the depth that we had when we were one game away from the Super Bowl. So I'm not going to sit here and say Super Bowl a bust, but I guarantee you what Rick Spielman has done with the draft choices and the support of the Wilk family, Mark and Ziggy and that family, they have given them everything that they needed, everything that they've asked for. I mean, some of the best owners in the National Football League, without question. I do believe that you talk about frontline players, when you talk about that second tier and special teams, man, I think this team is going to be hard to handle this year. I, I was with you. I mean, I saw the same stuff, and I was floored last year, Greg, because I think this is a roster that can have a seat at that NFC championship game. I just I just think there's so many components, and I was talking to Ross Tucker a couple weeks ago. You don't have to have a top-10 quarterback to get to a Super Bowl. If he's in the top 15 or 20 and you got Dalvin Cook and you got an O-line and you've got components, you got the guys there, man. And, you know, I love the head coach, Mike Zimmer. I mean, I knew Mike in Dallas. Give me your thoughts on him, man. I mean, he's just a raw bone, tough dude, and I, I so love that guy. He is a Jerry Burns was our head coach, you know, after Bud left last year, and Jerry Burns was an old curmudgeon. Okay, <laughs> Mike Zimmer is a younger version of Jerry Burns. He's a younger, older curmudgeon. Okay, very little patience for BS and all kind of stuff. But I watch him during the course of practice, and his he's a technician. And he'll take a young kid and he said, no, you got to open up maybe 45 degrees instead of 30 degrees. And I look and I watch. And if they drink the Kool-Aid and, and, and believe in what Mike Zimmer says, they become they all become better football players. So he's a technician. He's a teacher. He's an encourager, man. But uh, he will bless you out as well. He can curse <laughs> with some of the best sailors that uh, he can put a sailor to shame. Let's put it that way. Absolutely. No, he'll put you on blast. I know, Mike, man, he'll put you on blast. But you know, I got to. No, no, I got to say this about Mike. When Mike first came in, I go to introduce myself. I said, Coach, he said, you don't have to introduce you. I know who you are. I know who all of your veterans are. You guys are the cornerstone. You're the bricks and mortar that build this organization. I don't know what happened in the past, but this is your home. This is your organization. And whenever you guys want to come to practice, whenever you want to come to, to the facility, whatever you need to do, man, just let us know. You know, you just can't walk in because of security now. But this is your home. And Mike Zimmer has shown himself to be true to his word year after year after year. He brings the alumni back, our legends back, and he engages him. He involves him. He has a lot of them talk to the players on the team, man. So Mike Zimmer. Old school mentality, I love it, without question. You know that I can't let this go without having a conversation with you. And one of the reasons that I love you so much is because you've been in that community forever. And I know a lot of people sometimes get afraid to ask this, but I'm, you know me, I have no fear in this. How has George Floyd and all that storyline affected the Minnesota Vikings as you guys go through what happened a year ago the organization itself, how is it dealing with that? Because I would think Minneapolis right now is a hotbed for especially a lot of racial tensions. Greg, you're in that community. How is, how, how is everybody dealing with this? It's still tough. There's no question about it. I mean, there are issues, there are incidents, there's continued shootings. Uh, there's still, um, you know, officer-involved engagement. But you ask about the organization. What George Floyd did with was pulled the entire organization together because any of our players could have been a George Floyd. Our team and our social justice committee, our ownership, our, co our coaches, our players are in lockstep in trying to do whatever we can. We have met with the police chief of Minneapolis and St. Paul. We're continuing to do work to build those bridges, to build those relationships with our faith-based community, um, with, with law enforcement. Uh, with young people, because right now, young people are 38 hot. And as I mentioned, George Floyd could have been any one of our players. So we're doing whatever we can do to keep a lid on it, working with organizations called, you know, the Bridge of Reconciliation, to, just to name a few. But um, 
it's it's difficult. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. And it is a hot summer, and summer has just started up in Minneapolis. But our players are bold enough and courageous enough to go lockstep, toe-to-toe with, with uh, law enforcement, uh, police chiefs, Noble, National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives, doing whatever we can as an organization. Our profession is playing football games. It's, it's, not, it's not policing the street. But we have a voice and our men and even some of our women in our organization are lending their voice. They're lending their influence to do whatever they can to make sure that Minneapolis is a great place. Yeah, every city has pockets. So does Minneapolis. It just happens to be the tipping point. Um, They did so much that was outside of the spotlight uh, during this George Floyd And, and, and even now doing a lot of amazing things to to try and make things better for somebody else. And I applaud our ownership, I applaud our coaches for being understanding because, you know, everybody doesn't have the same belief, doesn't have the same political belief, but we all believe in decency. We all believe in respectability. And we all believe in humanity. And what happened to George Floyd was a void in humanity. It never should have happened. You know, we've gone on ride-alongs with both Minneapolis and St. Paul, the fire department. We've got those relationships so we can pick up the phone and call Chief Arredondo. You know, we can call uh, organizations in that Minneapolis, St. Paul area, the Twin Cities area. And not just lip service, because our guys really believe in what they're doing can make a difference and if whatever we're doing to make it, to save the life of one person, then it's been worth it. All of the dollars, all of the hours, all of the tears, everything that, that our guys are able to do. And that's what I think about this organization. You, you know, Greg, I would think that when you're a rookie and you're going into this situation, Boy, man, I mean, you know, you, you have a lot of thinking to do when you sign with the Vikings because, you know, you're going to be a high-profile guy walking into something. And, the, you know, I'm wondering how the, the veterans are dealing with the young players that are coming in that, again, have – they know of the story, but as you said, you guys are entrenched in the story and part of the story. I wonder how those, like, OTAs, mini camps, and all that – I mean, it's it's got to be part of the dialogue that when you have your team meetings. Absolutely. And you have guys like uh, Justice Allen Page, Johnny Randall, all pro, uh, and so many other veteran players are our legends community. They go in and Coach Zimmer have them talk to the team about the historical facts of what happened even back during my days playing, where every black player got a letter that was so nasty that even Satan himself wouldn't like it. But we lived through that because we bonded together. I'm fortunate enough because uh, Les Pico, who's our director of player programs, uh, I have the the opportunity to talk to all of our rookies each and every year. And I lay it out for them. I don't sugarcoat it. But we also, Vikings, the Vikings are one of the few organizations, and I have to give Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer the, the credit for this. We not only talk to the players, but we talk to their parents. Hmm. We bring their parents in, and we sit them down, and we tell them the truth because they are part of that organization as well. There's some things that coaches and, and, and front office people can do, but players have a, the parents have a responsibility as well to keep all the NIMs away from the, from the players. And you know what, I, when, I, when I say NIM, you know, uh, sometimes it's mama NIM, daddy NIM, Ray Ray NIM, Pookie NIM, keep all the NIMs away from the players so they can focus. I can tell whenever a player is off and he's physically okay, I guarantee you, it's something going on with them, something going on at home. So it's a well-rounded organization, not only with players and coaches, uh, but also with, with families uh, and loved ones and fiancés, girlfriends and, and, and wives. So we all have to be on the same page. And I guarantee you, you look at any successful team, the backside of that organization is intact as well, Danny. 
Man, I tell you what, I love that you're still in that community. I love what you're going to do for the HBCU uh, schools. Uh, that Hall of Fame this weekend, I retweeted every single year. I love that Hall of Fame, man. It's one of my favorite. There's so many friends of mine that are on that Hall of Fame. And Greg, I love that you get a chance to catch up with me here and we get a chance to talk every now and then. And please don't be shy coming back here, man, because you are always welcome here. And I look forward to your award coming up in the college football season. Thank you so much. And Danny, anytime you need me, just drop a quarter in the <laughs> These kids don't know what I'm talking about. Dropping a quarter. I, we'll just drop it in the jukebox. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Greg. All right, baby. Take care. Bless you. You bet, man. That is my friend. Absolutely, man. I love me some some Greg Coleman, man. He he part of that broadcast. He's been part of that broadcast team for like, I want to say now, he's been part of the broadcast team now for God, at least 20 years. And the reason I asked that question about George Floyd, and again, not to get political here, not trying to be political, but when you're a football player and you're going into a hotbed scenario, okay, it's not like you're just rolling in and you can be oblivious to what's going on in the community that you're being drafted in. You know, I I was talking to uh, P.J. Fleck, who's the head coach of the Minnesota Golden Gophers. You think it's easy to recruit now to Minnesota? A couple of years ago, Minnesota had one of their best seasons in college football at school in probably 50 years, going all the way back to the 60s. Minnesota football had not really been a great place to go and play college football. P.J. Fleck had really turned it around. And now when you get a situation like George Floyd, you think that's an easy recruiting job? Hey, I'd like to have you come play at Minnesota. Where is it? Minneapolis. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to send my kid there. Would you send your son there? Would you send your white son to Minneapolis right now? Would you send your African-American son to Minneapolis right now? You don't want to send them into a position where they could potentially be, like Greg just said, an accidental victim. And it's not because of the program. It's because politically what's going on in the environment. That's a tough recruiting job right now. And I feel for that program. I love that gopher program. I got recruited to that gopher program back in the day when Coach Holtz was the head coach and a guy named Joe Salem was the coach. I actually took a recruiting trip up there. I like that program. My my national radio show is on in Minneapolis. It's not that easy of a recruiting job. Can you imagine a... um, P.J. Fleck of the University of Minnesota. <laughs> hey, man, anytime that you got kind of – how about this? Anytime that you got probation issues at certain schools, you think that's an easy recruiting tool to sit there and just go like this? Hey, man, you know what? We'd like to have you come play. Yeah, your school's on probation. I'm not going. And then when you've got an issue like you did – and by the way, again, this is not political. This is just about recruiting. This is about a guy getting drafted and going and playing for the Minnesota Vikings. It's not that simple where you could just go, oh, well, I'm just a player. I don't really, I don't really care. That, that's not going to fly in a market like that. I mean, they want you to step up and step in. So that's got to be a tough place to play right now, both college and pro. Even if you're not political, Say you're just, watch this, you just want to be a football player. It ain't that simple. Hey, I'm sure there's people in that market that just want to be salesmen or just want to work at Target or just want to be owners of a guest. I'm sure they do too, but it ain't like that now. It's because the media has fueled that. And what they do is they, they keep it a tinderbox. And it's unfair to the rest of the community, players, fans, people who live in that community. And when you're an athlete, especially in a community like that, you have an obligation. It's not like it was back in the day. I just want to be an athlete like Michael Jordan. Jordan could never survive being Michael Jordan today. Michael Jordan would get crushed by the media because remember what Jordan did back in the day? And again, I'm not telling I'm not stumping for any side here. 
Okay. I am not stumping for any side. I'm this is Big Sills doesn't do political shows here. This is a football show. But when you're an athlete, okay, you today, you're brought into that. Same thing with like the Drew Brees stuff. When Drew Brees said, hey, I'm going to stand for the flag. Drew Brees was just making a comment thinking that he was just going to be, you know, Mr. America uh, representing the United. What happened, man? Within a matter of 48 hours, he was dubbed a racist because he didn't side with Colin Kaepernick. Got to be careful today, man. Black and white athletes in what you say. Because words matter today. Words are symbols now. And when you're an athlete and a high-profiled athlete, and an NFL athlete is a high-profiled athlete, some of the things you say, remember, you know, I, I tell people this all the time. You know, when you're a talk show host, you can make a topic up and you could go like this. Watch this. And I'm just using this as an example. Hey, man, I, I stand for the flag because I'm an American and I love the United States of America. Some people may think that lands over here. Oh, so you're against BLM. I didn't say that. Well, that's what it means. That's not what I said. The things we say today in broadcasting, just because we hear them in our mind, that doesn't mean it lands where you want it to land. It's like a wild pitch. And when you're talking about complex issues like that, my friends, it just ain't that easy just to throw a fastball right down the center of the plate and think it's going to land in the catcher's net. It's that's not how it works, especially in today when we have social media like this. Social media, you know, I, I heard something. Two percent of Americans are on social media actively every single day. We have three over 300 million Americans that live in America. And only two percent are on it. But yet the narrative can be changed in any way about a person, a subject, an event, because of social media. You got guys with six followers and an egg that can kick up a dust storm if somebody says something on the internet. All right, we're going to switch gears and get out of that because, again, no question about it, that's a hotbed topic. But being a professional athlete in Minneapolis – it cannot be easy. All right. So I was informed that two or through five interceptions in Miami. I'm going to tell you, I'll give you my opinion on him. Also, we have CBS did a really cool thing, and they put together since the Super Bowl, I think the late 60s, the greatest football teams of all time. I'm going to tell you which one I think it is over the last 50 years. Big Sills top 10 quarterbacks. As we get ready for the July camps, we'll do all that in second hour. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. 
IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.